0: welcome to the double deuce podcast an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you the listener so soak it up so here are your two big beer hosts will averill and nelson hey will hit the timer and we're in
1: double deuce
0: it's another episode of double deuce with once again some of our favorite guests and friends
1: yes we have guests Sorry, we the do. cat was trying to stop the recording from happening.
0: I, I thought maybe you would jump in with the introduction, so I just kind of held, and then it just got really awkward. Sorry, we had,
1: we had, a, we had a, an equipment emergency that I had to take care of, but we have guests.
0: Yeah, Courtney and Molly. Yay. And Custer. Yeah. And Custer and Custer uh, <laughs> on a cameo as uh trying to stop trying desperately to stop the recording mm-hmm. because for some cat logic this this episode should never happen. Apparently um, cats hate happened.
1: this episode.
0: <laughs> Custer hates this particular episode. Why? I don't know. We'll what find out. Is- 334 is- Oh, 334. That's that's a really good number.
2: Maybe not for cats.
0: No, maybe maybe it has some secret cat significance. I mean, it's, that
3: would be 10, which was one more than nine of lives that they have. They don't so trust they don't like it. it. They don't like it.
0: There you go. They don't there trust 10s. Episode 334 was an inside job. It's yep. an inside job.
2: He red yarns that right up. <laughs>
0: You can't melt steel beams with jet fuel. You can't do it, and this episode will not stand. So say it, the cats. How come no one's rebooted Planet of the Apes, but like Planet of the Cats? Because I think that would be pretty badass.
2: Ten is also between nine and eleven.
1: Oh, whoa, whoa, mm. whoa, whoa! Oh man, whoa. it's all adding up. <laughs> I see what she's. I see what she's up to. She's probably right.
0: If you put. Uh, if you put three thirty-four into a calculator and turn it upside down, it says he. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. My it's, God, it's a vast conspiracy. Welcome to the conspiracy episode. <laughs>
1: all there's, there's a, there's a lot of push pins for that string to wrap around, is, is what I'm seeing here. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, we got a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of facts, and they're all adding up yep yep this is welcome
0: welcome to the uh welcome to the podcast world's crazy person wall of uh strange coincidences all put together with string and yeah it's good it's good we're gonna we're gonna make all your conspiracy dreams come true
1: they cracked the case cats have cracked the case
0: yeah remember that time and i think we've talked about it before but you remember that time when there was a fire in one of the downtown apartment buildings and it led to like a room that nobody had been in for like it opened up a room when the fire department went in to stop it they found this room that nobody had been in since like the 20s or something like it's like a live a real live escape room thing that, that that happened and you never heard anything about it after that so i'm like uh, you know, Lawrence conspiracies. Yeah.
3: They did say what it was. They uh, well, said they? that someone had, oh, no, now I'm not going to use the right terminology. because. Oh, Can
2: you not tell us because you're the mayor and you were sworn no, to No, see no, that's not the paper. Is that part of the I'm dossier do that, that gave you in the room when you got the key? <laughs> like the yeah. big key?
3: someone had died tragically in this room let's say that and so they just sealed it off cuz they didn't want to mess with it cuz they didn't think that people would rent it or use it because someone had died tragically in this room and uh it's still a great story though
0: yeah yeah, yeah. there's
1: just random rooms upstairs downtown
3: there's also random rooms downstairs downtown yeah i'm it's, learning uh as time goes on about basements i've never considered going into that are as you can imagine just dead body basements just dirt floor so many dead bodies are definitely in those basements yeah. i sincerely
0: hope that within five years of you leaving the the city government that the basements i never thought of going into the courtney shipley mayoral story is is a bestseller uh at, at the raven because it really needs to be um how, how many murder basements do you go into and is it an official capacity or just as a as a, as a fan of Lawrence,
1: I don't know that we've confirmed that the murders are happening there. This is these are body disposal, like
0: yes, thank for you. Sure. For There's that
1: probably out some there. murders in, in the basements because it's not, it's a good place to murder people. But like I feel How like did you just
3: but, have to put dead bodies where,
1: wherever the murder might have occurred within the house, the basement. That's that's where it goes. Or business. What I mean,
2: is if there is Lawrence downtown. Doesn't that imply a Lawrence uptown? And where is that? And what bodies are there?
0: Well, that that's a, a fascinating question. The answer is Dirty Dillons is uptown, and and the bodies. Uh, last we saw them, Dirty they D- were they were D- they were buried beneath the produce in, in in the produce aisle. The one that shoots the water. That's why you don't smell it so much. But yeah,
1: because of the water. Because of the water.
0: Water. <laughs> you know there was i was i was trying to start a, a movement speaking of uptown because like that 19th in massachusetts area i'm like, glad you when, clarified
1: because i thought we were still talking about bodies
0: oh oh no I, <laughs> no no continue
1: that. but i'm glad it's a, it's an uptown down where like we're, we're moving i i was i thought you were i thought you were starting a movement about body disposal uh no no this was more about
0: uptown okay but like when 1900 Barker came in and, and like the what was originally uh, was a Hank's and then became the Taqueria now and there was uh, the Alchemy Coffee was there on 19th for a while. There was that short time where they really gentrified 19th in Massachusetts and like you know really even the quick shop I think we got pretentious for a little while and uh, <laughs> I, was, I started a, a, a movement to
2: they to- make <laughs> signs with stock
0: yeah they did they did um asked me about our artisanal diesel uh farm farm to table there's Um, not
3: one but two murals on that corner i want to point out so it's it's a
0: fancy place right and and i was i i thought it should be called uh the rue denon um which is 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 the the 19th street uh in french so it'd be very very pretentious that way but um it didn't catch on it didn't catch on.
3: Well, now that you've said it to us, we can make it catch on. Oh, I think well, we
0: should. I the ear of
2: the mayor there. <laughs> I,
0: I also lobbied the, the city commission to put a giant statue of Mike Amex in the middle of a roundabout on 23rd Street, so not all my ideas are the best ideas.
3: I don't know. I think that was a good one. There should definitely be some kind of art right there.
1: We need more Maybe. statuary.
3: It could be a conceptual rendering. Yeah of Mm -hmm. mary definitely it could be just like i mean i guess if you can make a shuttlecock into art you could you could put just a pair of scissors i mean it could be just anything right
1: i I feel like some anthropomorphic scissors that with features that somewhat resemble his in a way that you're like okay like the hair
3: and again because he cuts hair it's brilliant
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well we'll we'll get to work on that
0: uh i'll throw a grant in Um, kids do
1: you make statues (laughs) do you want to make some statues for our town come on down make us some statues
0: we will
1: anybody can make a statue but yeah it takes a
0: special kind of person to put it up and not have it taken down yep does it have to stand still no, that the, the Eternal Flame is a classic example of a Lawrence statue that does not, in fact, ever stand still.
3: Wait, she's saying, like, can we hire those guys that are painted in gold to just act like they're cutting hair all day?
0: <gasps> <gasps> oh, wow.
2: That's not what I meant, but that's also. <laughs>
0: <laughs> An army of painted mime Mike Amixes. This episode is my favorite so far. And we have barely begun to scratch the tip of the iceberg of conspiracies in Lawrence, Kansas. Stay with us, dear listeners. By the end of this episode, if you're not jaded, we haven't done our job.
1: Number one conspiracy: Why not more statues?
0: That is the number one. Why don't they move?
1: No. We. Did, it isn't even like we had some, you know, Confederate ones up that we had to tear down. We just haven't had that many statues. Is it just like? Is it a fear of, for a long time of like, if you put up statues, they're just going to come tear them down when they set the elders on fire again. So why build statues?
0: I mean, there's some this- statuary. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just cur-
2: I was just thinking like, is uh, an object being stationary required to be called a statue? Like, I don't know that the eternal flame is a statue as much as an installation
1: okay
3: now we're getting deep deep philosophical stuff i also feel like
1: i I need to to qualify the statuary i'm talking about is is representative of the heroic past like people statues of famous people
3: oh no we only have like two of those exactly well but i just
0: yeah like one of them is (laughs) just
1: some lawyers chatting
3: yeah, what I if was what if, if, if Lawrence is ahead of the, their time and they all along realized everybody would make like a statue of, of and it's probably gonna be a jack wagon, so let's mm-hmm. just not bother. And we and we are like way ahead of the game.
0: It's true. Yeah, I think it was actually officially codified in the horizon 2020 plan that um no no statues of of, of Lawrence folk living or dead uh should should appear um uh, yeah no I, I i think that's true i think that's all true what about
2: that lady's head that got wrapped for the event the sporting event
0: now was that wrapped to protect it or was that another layer of art was that like uh it, not, trying... not. <laughs> yeah
2: that photo
3: art both we can do both
0: yeah yeah
3: is that a real person i feel like there was yeah someone responded that was their friend's actual head.
0: And he, are they from
3: rendered from their head.
0: <laughs> I I would I would I would like to have a giant uh bust of my head in the middle of downtown Lawrence not forever just sure, for what a you while. wish for. <laughs> yeah right.
3: exactly. Would it be like that episode <laughs> of Rick and Morty where a giant head comes out of nowhere or
2: whatever. <laughs> I don't know about that. I know it's about me that.
0: Things happen uh, speaking of other lawrence conspiracies uh, it's time for a word from our sponsor who turned Not out <laughs> uh how do we approach this we really should have had a conversation about how we approached the applebee's issue since we've been sort of uh
1: I Black mean, guy, like, yeah, I was I had a chat on, like, briefly uh, with one of our many fans online, and I feel like it's not like we've ever been, like, advertising for them in a positive way. Yeah. So is it possible I feel
3: like that Applebee's has nothing whatsoever in any way, shape, or form to do with KU basketball.
1: Their, so, yeah, that yeah, is true. Like that I was, I was just going to say, and... the tra- training wheels are off, Applebee's. <laughs> We're coming at your throats now. Yeah. coming at your throats. Yeah. Yep yep i was walking by an applebee's the other day and and it was was, screams there was there was screaming there's somebody like beating on the windows like help i need out and then and then i saw then the manager was just like the blinds started closing and then the screaming stopped and i was like oh so people are going into Applebee still
0: I was walking by Applebee's the other day, and like like just a cloud of blood exploded from mm-hmm. from the front uh, windows, and just just spilled out. into you into, get all into, over uh,
1: that massage parlor. That's,
0: they got that's all by over the Applebee's massage parlor and those used car lots, and mm-hmm. um and then a, a giant giant voice uh, shouted, "None shall thrive," and uh, and <laughs> I like my baby back, baby back, baby back wings. Well, right. and then that, that's they, have,
2: they have released those sadness bowls again. Mm.
1: <laughs>
0: sadness. <laughs> uh, so
1: they, they, they're doing they're doing fine over there. Yeah, Applebee's. it's, it's things totally are going fine. well. I yep. don't
3: know. I want to, uh, since I'm always throwing out these old history things, you guys are both going to remember this. Remember that time we had a Denny's? And then at a national level, it was discovered that Denny's had done some racist stuff. And then, like, within weeks, our Denny's completely shut down. Like, just gone. Completely gone. And then it became one of the cursed locations. I won't tell you what location it is. But it was a cursed location. Nothing that opened there would survive. Because Lawrence had decided no one's going to this place ever again.
1: Well, so. the funny thing, too, is that it's not even, like, nationally Applebee's. It's, like, a, like a franchise regional manager, like, for Kansas and Missouri. That So it's even... I feel like even I'll give Applebee's one thing. They're like, we don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about. He's crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you should be the spokesman for Applebee's. Because if you said that to me, like in a conference, press conference, I'd be like, oh, no, he's logical. That guy makes sense. Mm. He says what we're all thinking. (laughs) (laughs) I think, you
2: know, like common with Nelson in general.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's true.
1: I'm trying to help the the company of Applebee's out. They're still, they've still got a lot of skeletons in that closet. I'm just saying on this, in this one thing, like I'll I'll give them, it wasn't corporate policy. It was, it was franchise policy.
0: (laughs) I just like the, the sheer just, uh, you know what, guys? I had a great thought. People are <laughs> going to be a lot poorer because of the pandemic, and they're going to need to work. And so we can start screwing them. All right, send. Boom. I have. I have I'm going to go home early. I'm a genius. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, this is why we. This is why I, I don't like Johnson County because that's. That's kind of where those people live.
1: Those people will.
0: the 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 the, the guys who make the, the say things like that. Those guys.
1: Yeah. The, yeah. the, the I think they. Yeah. I think they live in other kaki places pants. too.
3: Khaki pants people. Yeah, the khaki
1: pants people. Right. pants, blue blue shirt. You work at Target. Yes, people people who they are no. forced to wear khaki pants.
2: I'm
3: talking they're, about people who voluntarily wear khaki pants. The, re, the, I real, just-
1: the real Jake from State Farm. <laughs> Not this pretender has usurped his throne. Listen, I didn't we didn't realize
0: when we got into this conversation that you were gonna pull the khaki pants defense and bring up every organization that has utilized khaki pants as part of their kit outfit or other wear. Uh, throughout time and you know it's arduous man
1: i'm just saying you know like back in in england times that where kings were running things where like there like there'd be disputes and like one king would take power and then there, there was always like the prince who like ran off and had to raise an army i'm just saying like if real jake from state farms raising an army to take back i'd join
2: i think a corporate logo negates the khaki pant
1: i'd, fi- I'd fight under his banner
2: if you're looking for a corporate khaki pant, they're not wearing a logo.
3: Mm. Yeah, but mm. their logo, but their banner could be a pair of torn-up khaki pants, like just blowing in the
2: breeze.
0: We hear it. That'll be goose. like
2: at the end of the sorry.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's okay. Okay. <laughs>
3: You have to check the timer because I'm pretty sure we have two minutes to tell people about KU.
0: Oh, we yeah. Have
1: five minutes. We have
0: five <laughs> minutes. Uh
1: but of course corner.
0: It, it's gonna feel like two minutes. Uh when we tell you, hey, uh, KU won some basketball.
1: Yeah, we did. It was yeah. amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I went downtown and I lost my good friend downtown. And it's like <laughs> one
3: win, one loss. What can you do?
0: Yeah, I mean, he was bound to get lost downtown in one of its many basements. Or, I mean, that guy—that guy had a, a Lawrence casualty written all over him for a long time. He's a longtime podcast friend of the podcast, so I think I can safely say. You know, we knew Jeremy Amon was going to come to no good end somewhere in downtown Lawrence. I just thought it would be at a parking meter, like it would be killed by a parking meter person uh, mm-hmm. who finally just snapped and had enough. It's like, I'm tired of writing your name and like stabbed him in the eyeballs. Um, but it wasn't because we moved over like like
1: maybe at some point where we automate the parking stuff with like an ai and it decides that the only way to protect downtown parking is to eliminate the biggest ticket (laughs) so it's going around murdering people and and then it takes
0: another step forward and and then targets people who will uh violate downtown parking in the future at some Mm -hmm. point but haven't yet and it's a big ethical line
3: precogs. yeah (laughs) (laughs) makes total sense
0: that's what this town needs more <laughs> of. Man, we have really uncovered a lot. But anyway, KU won the
1: They <laughs> did. Championship <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Much excitement.
2: And they're going to play North Carolina, which people were excited about.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: There's this weird romantic relationship
3: between our towns. Uh, I feel like I especially it, there was a... <laughs>
1: Uh, the the joy of Duke losing too that, that Coach K coming short on that last run for a championship I feel like was a that was a sweet sweet bit of fruit.
0: Uh-huh. I think you should get a hold of Corey. I think you should get a hold of the mayor of of, of wherever North Carolina and Chapel uh, Hill. Yeah, it's Chapel funny Hill you
3: should say that I am indeed in, in contact with the mayor <laughs> of North Carolina. We're gonna have a friendly wager.
0: Oh yeah, uh, she
3: turns out to be a, a very nice it. person.
0: That's Sorry. awesome. That what are you allowed to say the terms of the wager or is it secret city business? We're
3: still in discussion. You'll find out tomorrow. Okay. Uh, but uh yeah, it'll you hear that be
1: listeners. Go, go, ch- go Google that shit. It's probably out there right now. You can find out right now. Uh hopefully if you win, you can give her a tour of all the basements of downtown Lawrence, <laughs> a tour
0: she may never return from.
2: <laughs> will you please like live chirp at her on Twitter during the game? That is definitely
3: a part of it. Is a lot. You know, I I'm don't... a Twitter person, not a Facebook person, so there will definitely be some Twitter banter of some kind in the next 24 hours.
0: I wish more Lawrence people tweeted because I feel like there're like a hundred of us who are lifting the heavy load of like all the Lawrence tweeting. And... Oh,
3: there's at least 200 lurkers. You're just oh, not yeah. thinking about the lurkers who have also have value by the way they're like (laughs) people who don't vote they're still there you have to represent them they're out there
0: every once in a while i'll forget that i that i tweet occasionally and then i'll have somebody who who says something that i mentioned something i've said on twitter and i'm like oh shit i gotta pay attention to that i can't just like say anything on there because there are some people and i think you're right it's the lurkers uh yeah Um,
2: careful, you think you're going to shout into the void and then you get like 16,000 likes and...
3: Oh no, they're waiting all day for you to say something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no, they are not letting that go. Oh
0: no. Oh,
2: I no! something a little bit harsh and it got a lot of likes, but it also like really struck a chord deep in the heart of about a third of the people and it was rough. Like I didn't realize the power of my words. I just reacted. Someone was talking about how, you know, it was the feeling of like being carried home uh, from falling asleep in the car and how they wanted that in the form of a drug. And I just off the cuff replied, like, because life is when you pretend that you're asleep and you hear the door slam and your dad yelling, we're home. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So
1: that sounds uh, like that sounds like a prime candidate for a downtown statue.
2: <laughs> I think yeah. so.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: well, that was sports corner.
1: That was sports yeah. corner. That was okay. <laughs> you win us the championship tonight, tomorrow night, depending on how late you go to bed or early you get up.
0: This has been Double Deuce, episode three hundred thirty-four. Nothing you heard today was true, but all of it happened.
1: Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh! I'm, we, we're really we going change. We just changed some names. That that guy, that guy, we said was was Tim. His real name's Jeff. <laughs> oh man, I shouldn't have said that. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, d- nope. d- Double Deuce. Sorry, sorry, Jeff. This has been Double Deuce
0: Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at DoubleDeucePod or Facebook, Podcast.
1: Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do